You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Revenge After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Revenge After Show. Welcome, everybody. Bing is for doing. We're here doing Revenge. Season 2, Episode 18, called Masquerade. What a fun episode it really was. We didn't get a Masquerade episode last season because, as we learned, we were on trial with Daniel. I am your host, Phil Svitek, joined alongside by Roxy Stryer. To Masquerade. You know what? Uh, <laughs> funny enough, no one really had their masks on for the duration of the Masquerade ball. Especially not Emily. Not anyone. Um, Not anyone. Except perhaps the, quote, son. Anyway, really fun episode. We learned that Padma dies. Uh, Jack, what? So fun. Padma dies. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Freudian slip, I guess. I don't know. I don't want Padma to die, but... All right, well, all right, let's 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 talk about that then. Let's talk about um, Nolan. Um, you know, I mean, if we weren't hit over the head with this whole six weeks, six weeks, six weeks... How many times do they say that? We even know the amount of hours. 986. Unbelievable. Like, I'm not that dumb of an audience member. You only have to say it once. Yeah, but I didn't mind it. Um, but we open up with Nolan. Uh, what seems to be he's trying to figure out the Falcon. You know, he's... <laughs> I love his equations on his damn windows yeah. and things like that. I thought that was a lot of fun. Then um, he's trying to get to the bottom of it. Solo is what it comes down he to. He looked like a wreck. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the first time we've ever seen Nolan to that state. Yeah, I mean, it just speaks lengths to how incredible uh, Gabriel Mann is. And just, he, I just thought he killed it tonight. He looked like a mess in this, and then he has really emotional moments, and we see him have lighter moments, and he really did a great job. Well, what's tough for Nolan is that, you know, like everybody else, he's trying to keep hope alive, and, it's, and um, that does not seem to be the theme of this show. Yeah, absolutely not. You know, every time that we think somebody's still going to be alive, uh, such as Aiden's sister or Colleen Colleen or um, Padma, they're not. You know, in any other show, we're like, oh, they're probably still alive because love conquers all and da-da-da-da-da. In this show, no. And it's really tough because, you know, um, while everything has personally affected Nolan to a huge extent, you know, uh, this was the one thing, this was an innocent person, a person he felt shouldn't have been involved in any of this. Right. And, uh, you know, this was a direct result. You know, you know, Nolan has always been helping uh, the people that have done this, but never has his actions directly been a cause of any of this. But you know what? She wasn't 100% an innocent person. She was trying to play Nolan and he was going to get crushed. That is true, but he did love her. He did. 
I mean, she she confessed and things like that. And I mean, ultimately, uh, yes, that is true. But she came clean and she put her trust in his hands to solve this. Why do you think she died that day? I still didn't quite understand. She died that day because um, they they had because of Aiden's bad investments. Okay. And they knew what knew that he would come after them potentially in the whole lights thing. Well, that's what the whole that's what the investments meant. Right, but then why I don't understand why Trask would have come out then. Come out where? If he knew that Aiden was going to come after him. Mm Hmm. Then why would he come out and show himself? Well, uh, because ultimately they, you know, in, in the grand scheme of things, they had the upper hand. I mean, you they know, didn't think Aiden was going to kill him. Uh, not even that. I think, you know, it could be that. But I also think Trask in many ways could accept his own fate. Oh, really? In the grand, I mean, they're, they're, why, why they're kamikaze. I don't, yeah, but I don't think he was one of them. He was like, you're not going to kill me here because then you'll be standing over two dead bodies. And Aiden was kind of like, F you. Yes, I will. Well, then uh, the bluff didn't work, and, and he did. But I think ultimately for the initiative, it doesn't matter that Trask is dead, just like Helen Crowley? No. Well, but I don't know. How deep is the initiative? More than two people, I would say. Fair enough. I mean, at the very least, there's Falcon. There will always be Falcon. He soars above everyone. Of course. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, and, and what sucks is ultimately they didn't tell Nolan the truth about when it happened. Obviously his, you know, that, well, now that I'm thinking about it, here's the tough part. The, the, I, the direct result of Padma dying was due to Aiden and Emily's plan. So she yep. could have been alive. I mean, she would have been alive had it not been for their intervention. Yep. And they never really involved Nolan in their plans and... This is what it's led to. Yeah, I mean, I think Nolan's going to put the pieces together and figure that out, too. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've said this from the get-go, but at what point does Nolan just say, you know, enough, Emily? You've caused a lot of... Tri- like, just listen to me for I don't once. think ever. I mean, it, th- does he love her unconditionally? I mean, yes. you know, I mean, th- granted, in life, you can love someone unconditionally. But when this is the condition, I feel like it's a little bit different. That's what unconditionally means. I don't think when you say the the words like "Hey, I love you unconditionally," you mean like you you expect murders and and plots and revenges. Those are the terms and the conditions of unconditionally. I'm gonna mend those unconditionally. I'm gonna I have just say scrape. I love you until until we get into you such areas. Steal, lie, cheat, or kill. Yes. Or 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 are in involvement with a mass murder plot, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but ultimately, I just feel bad for Nolan because, you know, I mean, this, this poor guy. I, mean, I think eventually has to turn on Emily. I don't think so. Really? Yeah. No. I, I wish I had more to back that up, but I really don't think he will. I think because of how much he loved David Clark. Um, and because of now how much he really does love Emily, I think Nolan is able to see the greater purpose in things. Well, okay, so how about this? Let's dissect the moment, you know, so Nolan finds out the news, he runs away, you know, he's crying in Emily's arms. What, what, did, you, what did you grab from that moment? How, how did you interpret that? I mean, maybe therein could be the support that you're looking for. I don't understand the question. The question is, uh, you know, in that scene, what was going through Nolan? Why, why did... 
this is a slightly different, but why did Nolan send Emily back? I mean, is that... Because the, he understands the, gra- the greater purpose. Exactly that. He realizes that her being with him for the night isn't equivalent to her exposing Trask or whatever her plan was. And there's nothing really she can do for him other than love and support him. And she can do that from afar, kind of. It's not but, like he needed her that night for something specific. It's that, and also, for me, it's, you know, uh, if he accepts the fact that the Padma's death would have been all for none. Right. You know, it needs it needs to mean something. True. So. Um, so she can't die in vain. That's right. Um, let's get to the scene at the end. I mean, obviously, this is going to have dire consequences for Nolan with, I mean, he's accused of killing her by this guy. Yeah, I mean, I think... Hopefully, obviously it doesn't work this way always, but if you don't kill somebody, you should be able to get out of it. Um, but what is his alibi when he was at the the bar and he was really um, doing the stuff for Jack about Conrad? You know, he doesn't have an alibi now because he can't say he was at the bar. He was hiding in the staircase. Yeah. So therein lies the problem. And, you know, as as the cop says, it's highly suspicious that he's got all this damn writing on the wall. Right. Like, it, you know, um, so it's, it's always yeah, a And nobody's going to be able to completely understand it because, except for the Falcon, Nolan's the only one who can write these equations and do it. So it's harder when it's, it seems incriminating, even though it isn't. Well, what's tough is... By proving his innocence, he's he's gonna have to he's gonna be revealing the fact that he's regardless been plotting for, towards something. Right. You know what I mean? He's he's been involved in something. Now he's obviously, you could say he's on the good side, which you know we we Emily we believe Emily is the good side. But how are you gonna prove that to a jury? Like no no no. Listen listen listen. I've been doing something, but it's it's because of this. And like, how do you ex- begin to well, explain this? That's why the justice system doesn't work on good and bad. It works on, um, it works on legal and illegal. You know, you can do something that's illegal that is good. Yeah. And that's everything that Emily has been doing. Has done yeah. <sighs> so poor Nolan. Um. By the way, let us know your thoughts. Uh, I always love getting your thoughts um, on all of this. There was someone who, who wrote in that per, that that thought Falcon was perhaps um, Victoria's son. Well, I thought that was an interesting theory. I don't, you know, after seeing tonight's episode, I, I highly doubt that holds true. Um, but it, it would be highly interesting if that still was the case, but they didn't know it. You think we're going to see Victoria's son at some point? Uh, no. No, I don't know. Unless it is Falcon. Unless it's Falcon. I, I, but well, the point I'm making with that statement is that I love when you guys write in and write in your different theories. You know, um, collectively, we are a great think tank. So continue writing your comments um, and continue rate on iTunes and YouTube. Let us know what you're thinking. We love reading it. Yeah, we do. So, and apparently, you know, as we learned, apparently the writers do listen. So who knows? So now that we said that thing out loud about it being Falcon is Victoria's son, if that happens, whoever you are, you get to take credit for that. That's right. Um, all right, let's talk about Jack's plan, you know, since we were talking about Nolan um, being in the bar, right? Um, I'm, to, cut, to cut ahead, I'm surprised that Jack is involving Ashley. I'm not. Um, I saw it in his face the second he heard the way Conrad spoke to Ashley. And as I've been saying this whole time, they're trying to get back to the main characters, but we keep getting further and further away from Ashley. She has to have a role in here somewhere. 
Well, that's her role. Her role has her role has always been. And Jack is always too trusting. That's his issue. So it's wrong of him to trust Ashley. I don't think that in this case it necessarily is, but it definitely could have been. Yeah, I mean, she could have said, no, I don't want to do this. Right. <laughs> and then, what, did he kill her? Right, What exactly. was the backup plan? Um, luckily, it worked out for Jack. I, I thought it was interesting in terms of this. Um, this is an Ashley thing, but, you know, she, she says, I learned from the best. And I Con- li- yeah. And Conrad just goes, you're talking about Victoria, aren't you? And that's what I wrote down at that moment. In, in the epic battle of Conrad versus Victoria, who wins? Apparently, Victoria. I guess so. I mean, do you agree with that statement or no? Uh, yeah, honestly, I was thinking about it, and the way the show is set up, it does seem that Victoria always wins. But she has she has greater Achilles heels than Conrad, ultimately. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, Conrad was ready to put Victoria on a plane that was going to crash. Yeah, I mean, um, but and Victoria has more skeletons in her closet. That's right. Uh, I think I think Conrad is to to a large extent. Conrad is more ruthless than Victoria, but Victoria will pull more strings if it doesn't. You know, she just doesn't like to necessarily kill people. I think that's where she she still draws the line. She to killed her. Helen pretty quickly. Yes, for the safety of her. I mean, she's willing to go to that length, but uh, I think Conrad's a lot more faster to jump to that. I don't know. I'd yeah. call them about even. All right. Well, fair enough. You Ruthless. Know. Um, what do you think of Jack's plan? You know, I mean, he now for six weeks, he's quietly been on this trail uh, trying to bring Conrad down. And, you know, uh, Conrad seems to be believing it. He's just only four points behind his competition, thanks to Jack. I don't know if this is part of Jack's plan, but I think Jack is going to get Conrad elected. I think that's supposed to be part of the plan. He, so he's trying to get him elected and then tear him down? I guess I don't. I don't know what the. Or is he point. trying to tear him down right before election? I mean, it would make more sense to have him. It would be more of a fiasco if it if he was elected. Okay. Well, because think about it. Like, right? I mean, in terms of if you have an election, right? Let's say it's a presidential election. What's what's a greater scandal to have a president impeached, or a scandal come out before elections? Right. You're right. But why would he be impeached? Oh, if he... If he was a governor. Right. It, ma- it makes sense. Why did he say that he was going to try to clear David Clark's name? Well, why do you think? Uh, I don't know the answer. It's why I asked the question. But um, I don't know. I think, like he said to Victoria, he didn't want to take any further questions on the matter. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why he answered the way he did. Um, I think partly he wanted to... He was supposed to... He felt like he needed to answer in some sort of way, right? You know, it's politics. Um, it sufficed as an answer, and it was quick and short. But um, I'm really interested in this because that's that's a huge line, and, and, you know, it could be a turning point in the sense that now the public knows what he said. Yeah, and as Emily said tonight, now Conrad has won her vote. Yes. So I think, you know, uh, obviously now in, in the investigation of that and things like that, yes, there could be more uh, shenanigans, but it also does, if it goes well, it does offer a glimmer of hope for, for Emily, you know, and all of this to clear David Clark's name. But it could be that in order to, Jack has to decide whether it's more important to ruin, um, to ruin Conrad 
or to clear David, David Clark. That's true. That is very true. And what's true. more important, redemption or revenge? Which is, well, apparently, what would Emily say? Revenge. Okay. I, I, that's certainly what, what the show is intending with its. Yeah. <laughs> um, good point. Good point. Uh, what do you think? What do you think of the alliance between Ashley and and Jack? Where, where do you think that's headed? It's more of a prediction, but. Um. Honestly, I don't know because she's a flip flopper. I wonder if she'll stick to it. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think ultimately, if she's just loved, you know, for for lack of a better term. She'll she'll stay loyal to whoever. Do you see a romance there? Not not in terms of that, but like I mean, you know, with Conrad, she's 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 done everything for Conrad, and then he he went too far by accusing her. And I think that's the problem. Every, everyone's kind of always accused her of the wrongdoing. Now, granted, sometimes she did, but I think ultimately, if she just sees an opportunity and and, and the opportunity continue, as long as you don't push her too far, she can and will be loyal. Then why was she hooking up with Daniel and she was best friend with Emily? Well, if you rem- you're talking about season one. Well, yeah. That was after that whole thing. I'm just saying her loyalty varies. Like, shouldn't her loyalty lie with Emily? No. I mean, that's... that's no, always- screw your friends. Emily, well, here, here's my thing. Her and Emily, I, I, don't, I never really knew what their full friendship was. That's true. And at the time, I mean, you I, you, can't, you can't argue that her and Emily have been the best of friends because they weren't. Maybe right. that's how it was supposed to be written, but it certainly hasn't transpired that way. And and that was after, you know, the breakup. Now she wasn't loyal to Daniel because she slept with Conrad. You know, I'll I'll let you argue that, but I, you know. Okay, fair. We'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. I think uh, here's here's what I hate though. I think Jack's gonna ultimately mess up a lot of things for Emily. What do you mean? How How is this giving him the ability to do that? Here's the thing. I mean, uh, you have all these different parties, right? You have the initiative. You have Victoria in many ways with her own initiative, uh, for lack of a better term, initiative. You have Conrad with his, I'll say, I'll say the word motives, right? You have Conrad with his own motives. Now Jack has his own motives. Uh, while And you feel like they're all contradicting? Yes, and while Nolan is aligned with Aiden and Emily, now, you know, uh, he has different reasons for that motive. Um, obviously, Aiden and Emily are kind of splintering apart because of the Daniel situation. And so, you know, if you draw it together, ultimately something has to conflict. And you think that's going to be Emily and Jack? Uh, in many ways, I think, I think, you know, that's one of the casualties. You know, because here's the thing. If Yes, could it hurt Conrad? Could it hurt Victoria? Could it hurt the initiative? All those things, yes. But then that wouldn't make good show. Yes, that's correct. But but at the very least, like, uh, you know, uh, how do I explain this? Uh, you know, that that's fine in moving forward. But I think it's, it's going to, regardless, it, if it's not Emily's plan, if it's not according to Emily... It's still going to hurt her because she's not in the know, and et cetera. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just too many cooks in the kitchen, so to speak. And something's going to go wrong. Okay. So, I guess we'll wait and see. Too many, moving, too many moving pieces don't add up well. Yeah, they all collide. Um, so let's, let's, talk about, uh, let's talk about the rekindled romance of, of Emily and Daniel. Are you excited by this? 
I just think that, like, first season, I really, really liked him. And now it's everything he does, there's some other motive and putting them on page six. And I don't feel like he, I do think he cares about Emily, but I think he kind of feels like he owns her. Like, he's like, come to this, meet me there, do this, putting on this, da 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 Like, and I just don't like when a guy has that attitude towards a female. Okay. Point taken. Okay. No, point taken, but, I mean, you also realize that she's taking it because of what she needs to do, right? Yeah, I know that's why she's taking it, but he doesn't know that. It's true. I mean, uh, ultimately, do I like Daniel? No. I, uh, the show is making it so... Originally, I was like, ooh, do I want them to be as a couple? I think they're trying to drive it into my mind. No, I don't. I think, uh, you know, Daniel Daniel was always supposed to be a pawn and, and things like he. To me, he always represented a casualty of this big war against right. Victoria. Because he really could be a good guy, but then he kind of has bad qualities. And and I think ultimately he's gone the route of an evil guy. Right. And, and especially now, it's just further and further moving ahead. And again, uh, at, you know, he's just another person with another motive that's just... What did you think that um, Emily meant by... I mean, Aiden meant when he said to Emily that he wasn't mad, he was disgusted. What do I think by that? Um, because I, I think to a certain extent, what, what the gain of having Daniel is not that great anymore. I don't know. It was an interesting choice of words. It felt like his emotions were really getting involved. It was. I mean, because, well, look at it from Aiden's perspective. Uh, Trask is dead. Padma's dead. Um, you know, if the focus is supposed to be back on Victoria, what purpose does... Daniel serve just being close to the Graysons yeah but but I feel like why hasn't she tried to do that through Charlotte you could do you, there you go you could do that through Charlotte um and also at this point I don't think you necessarily need to be close to the Graysons that you're already on their radar <clears throat> that's true and and um I, I just think there's bigger stuff you know there there's other ways of doing it yeah and uh which you know, uh, by taking down Trash, that was supposed to be one of the ways. Um, also, I mean, here's the thing. Uh, Conrad's a way of doing that, right? And so all she has to do is just align with Jack. Which, why, so why doesn't she see it like that? Just because that's not the way this TV show wants to be set up? Or because what no, are we missing? No, I think, I think uh, you know, Emily, Emily likes to have multiple things going at once, right? Yeah, in and, case anything fails. Yes, and, you know, um, while Aiden is right, that's that could be enough. You know, it's it doesn't it doesn't provide possibilities. So it can't hurt to be close with them. It can't. Or can it? Bum, bum, bum. Well, she just continues to, you know, I mean, here's the thing. The more it's just more information, right? Like, uh, for example, did she know uh, six weeks ago, six weeks ago, did she know that um, Victoria had? Another son? No, she did not. You know what I mean? And so by by being close to Daniel and things like that. Finds she, out secrets? Yeah. Although that didn't come from him, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, but the more you know, the the, the more equipped you are to, to handle stuff. Because it's my like, super short show. Huh? You remember that? No, I don't. I don't I have no and idea. now you know, because it's... Anyway. Um. <laughs> so, yeah. I think... Uh, but what sucks is that, you know... Whereas in season one, we had all these different alliances. Now, I, I, I feel like everyone's kind of out for themselves and, and things are going to collide, unfortunately. Or fortunately for our viewing purposes. 
Yes. I always look at it from the intrinsic value of the character. Isn't that sweet of you? I know it is. All right, let's 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 talk about the sweetness of uh, Victoria's past coming to life. Oh, yes. So, so sweet. And who is the, Who was the guy? Who, I really want to know who the guy was. It was her uh, mother's boyfriend. It was her mother's boyfriend. Huh? Who the guy she had sex with was? No, 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 no. Who, who, who the, quote, son was at the masquerade ball. Because oh. he thought it was Aiden. Oh. And it obviously wasn't. Yeah, I really don't know. I mean... Was this a, just the guy she hired? Like, hey, here's 50 bucks. Go do this. Or did Emily actually find her son? I mean, how she would have done that, that would have been insane. Here's, here's why I don't think that is the case. Is because a, then we see her go to the knot. That. that. And also, um, from the son's perspective, why would he just be like, okay, show me my mom? Why would he, you know? That would make sense. Pissed at her. He's bitter, something like that. <laughs> like, you know, it's been all these years and she didn't want him and she didn't want him to be able to find her. And so now he's, I don't know. All right, fair enough. But ultimately, I think the answer lies in the fact that why did Emily go there if she knew who the son was? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I really don't know the answer. But what was the deal with Emily going to see the nun pretending to be pregnant? What is she. Would she hope to gain from that? Would she hope to gain. Um, I again, I think, I think just more truth, and and maybe it is finding the son, if she doesn't know who the son is. I guess, but well, because here's the where thing. have you put other kids in the past? Like, is that the question you ask? That that is the question. You know what I mean? Because I mean, here's the thing: it's not like uh, okay, this child's gonna go to Roxy's house. Okay, this child's gonna go to uh, Phil's house. This child's gonna go to Anna Koppel's uh, house. They. Are. You know what I mean? Like you, I'm they sure, all go to Marissa's house. Yeah, they, they, I'm sure there's got to be a service that they go to. Okay, fair. So, Emily's a smart cookie. I trust her. So, I mean, at the very least, the more she knows, the the, the better prepared she will be. Speaking a little bit about um, Victoria, though, my favorite line of the episode coming from Daniel when he finds out what his mother has done. Feel free to use uh, these for each of your two faces, handing her the bullets. Yes. Love that. I mean, boom. I would have been like, oh, for her. And then she faints. Here's, here's what's so interesting, right? Um, you know, her and Emily had that conversation about that, the fact that Victoria will do anything for her children. Right. She has driven all of her children away from her life. Yeah, but she really does try to do for them. It's, it's weird. Her, her motivation and her instincts are weird. But, okay, you have one son who you gave away because it was, you know, an abomination. You have Charlotte who hates you to a large extent. And then Daniel who tells you that line. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think any mother, I mean, could be proud of that line. Yeah, I don't think so either. And the other line that really stood out to me in terms of Victoria was when she says to Jack um, that this would be a victory for his deceased wife. And he says... There is no victory for Amanda. She's gone. Like, and I felt like he meant, there's no victory for Amanda. She's gone. You effing moron. You know what I mean? Like, like how insensitive could you be? Yeah. Like, woohoo! She won. She's dead. Like, it, it's so incredibly insensitive. Um, well, I, I also think, uh, I think in many ways, subconsciously, Victoria could have been justifying it because, like, you know, that's a victory for Amanda. Therefore, it's a victory for David Clark, the man she loves. I guess. Because, hey, think about it. She, if she, if we're to believe that she ultimately still loves David Clark, then, you know, she has to deep down 
justify all of this. And you, ha- you, have to, you have to lie to yourself to believe all these lies. I think she just was mad at Jack, and then that was like a zinger. Okay. What do you think about Charlotte punching Regina, who is a character we've never seen before? I mean, or at least unbeknownst to me. <sighs> Where I, the hell did that come from? I thought it was a little bit random. I, I felt like there was something missing from that from tonight's episode about that. Um, I don't even know. I mean, think we're gonna see more of that. You think? I, I think, but I I don't know. I mean, I, you know, Charlotte's always been kind of an angry rogue character. You know, she she was on drugs and this and that, and uh, ultimately, I, I think it's just setting something up for the future with Charlotte because Charlotte. So Daniel's not the sacrificial lamb that he once was in season one, right? So now who's the pawn? Well, Charlotte is. But, you you know, you kind of have to give her a motive, a reason, you know, and, and then as they did with Daniel initially, they funneled that anger towards something. Right. Good point. So, you know, you can, you can manipulate Charlotte towards something. Now, I think that's from the story perspective. I don't think, like, Charlotte's thinking that at all. You know, I think just in that moment she was upset by what was being said. Boom. Boom. I mean, it's the blue-collar influence, baby. Mm-hmm. Don't say blue-collar. Or Just what is it? Don't use, say working use, class. Don't say working class. Use you guys. You, yes. Your state. Your state. Um, yeah, so I, what a comment that was. Jack should run for governor. He knows what's up. I think Jack would be a terrible governor. <gasps> Maybe. Here's the thing. I mean, Jack for me has kind of declined as a character, unfortunately, just because. I mean, it's great now. He he's got his own agenda of things, but you know, I don't think he's that smart to <clears throat> to really think things through. And luckily, luckily he ha- he can employ the help of a lot of smart people, like he did with it, Nolan today. It's because he's such a good guy that you know, in order to be deceitful, you have to be somewhat intelligent. Yeah, and. He's not, not that he's not intelligent, but he's, he's not a trickster. He's not always lying, so he's not as quick to think of things because he doesn't have to be. Yeah. Although he, ha- he does, but he doesn't think he has to be. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, I think, yeah. That was pretty much the episode. I know, I mean, you know, uh, they didn't give us a preview. They didn't, uh, I, I felt it was a nice kind of, res- re- it had a, it had cliffhangers where it needed to, but it gave us resolution in some other places. Yeah, I'm just upset that we're not going to be around for a little while. And without without any real previews, but um, what I'm excited about, I mean, th- this episode was very evident. Um, Is this about to be a prediction? It's not about to be a prediction. It's more a reflection uh, of the fact that a lot of skeletons are coming out of the closet. Yeah. You know, they, they made that pretty overt. But now we can get into predictions. Um. Okay. I don't, because we didn't see anything for next week, I don't have anything particularly to say other than the fact that I feel like they're killing off a lot of the initiative because, like we were talking about, they're trying to get back to the main story, and the initiative has just taken us so far away from that. That's why Padma died. That's why Colleen died. That's why uh, Trask died. That's why Helen Crowley uh, died. Helen Crowley died. We had a lot of deaths this season. Yeah, we're having a lot of deaths because we we need to get back. That's why Amanda died. Yeah, I wonder where. I wonder where uh, Marcos is. It's gonna be somewhere in the nebula. Nolan's former lover. Oh yeah. 
Um, anyway, uh, I'm excited to see what, what happens with Nolan because obviously, poor guy, just so, you know, he's, right? So Jackson, Jack's a character who's kind of been innocent in this whole plot, has his wife die, and, you know, regardless, right, he thought he was, she was the real Amanda, but she's not. Forget that fact. But now he's been hugely affected by this. Uh, Nolan, for, for better or for worse, he's been, you know, he hasn't been the driving force of this. He's been involved, but he hasn't been the driving force. And so I just hate how these somewhat innocent characters are having the worst things happen to them. Meanwhile, Conrad and Victoria are getting away scot-free. But otherwise we wouldn't have a season. I, I, but, but I, I understand do. this. I, it's like the realist versus the idealist right now. Although you are a realist, but you're in the show's reality as opposed to the viewer's reality. Yes. Um, and we have two mystery characters. We've got the Falcon and we have the Sun. That's right. And and someone has to step up to the plate to replace Trask if that is in case something that will be happening. Right. Um, and we still don't know when Carrion will be employed. By the way, let, let, let's talk about this real fast. Uh, you know, uh because Trash said, we're in the business, you know, the world's falling apart and breaking itself. We're in the business of making money by rebuilding it. Right. I thought that was an interesting take on the world. It was an interesting take on the world. It's also an interesting thing for us to know. I'm curious what that, if that's true. Uh, about revenge? or Maybe they're the- doing good because it's making them more money than doing evil. I mean, we'll, we'll find out ultimately. Another good point. Uh, I mean, ultimately, we're left with more questions than answers. Um, but I thought it was a really, really fun episode. Um, Roxy, where can they find you? On Twitter, at Roxy Stryer, and on Instagram, at RoxyYourWorld, with two Ds. That's right, and you can find us here at AfterBuzz TV on Twitter, Instagram. Um, so let us know your thoughts again on iTunes and things like that. We've got we've got a couple weeks, I believe, three total um, before Revenge comes back on. So uh, a lot to think about. Yeah, talk to us because otherwise I'll get I'll get really sad and miss Revenge. So I need people to talk to about it. That's right, and uh, you know, ultimately it's all speculation heading in towards the the season finale in a couple of weeks. So. You know, uh, let us know your thoughts, because who knows? I don't think it's too late to submit your thoughts on what the season finale could be. The writers are still listening. Yeah! There's still time, just like Conrad, you know, he's he's, he's waiting for his voting results and things like that. The, The writers are waiting for yours. Yes. Act now or forever hold your peace. Uh, I believe that ends it. We'll be back whenever Revenge is back. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 